comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Amazon.com. No email, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is Brad. I am with uh, John, Jordan, and Russ 1.0. How's it going, guys? Hey, it's awesome. Guess what it's getting ready to do uh, in about six hours down here in uh, Dallas, Texas. I see rain. It's getting ready to snow. We're supposed to have two to four inches by the morning. I, I can't. I, I mean, I can believe it because you hear it all the time, but we get snow right now, Jordan and I, when I say we. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous what has happened to us this year. And then hearing that, like, four inches of sleet screwed up the Super Bowl for the whole city is like unbelievable to me. Well, there was um there was a good half inch of ice underneath all the snow which really caused a lot of the problems. In a suburb of Dallas on the north side of Dallas, they got a good 6 or 7 inches of snow, and I'm not exaggerating at all. Jordan and I got 7 inches of snow since we just hit record. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it it's it's unusual for for this to happen in, in in Texas, obviously, and really, it seems like the last few years we've had a snow of some sort, but it's only like once every eight or nine years that it gets really ridiculous for Texas, and this is one of those years. I did get a kick out of Frank's rant about uh, the North versus the South when it comes to weather, though, on the newest yeah. episode. I've never uh, heard him even that fake angry before. <laughs> Uh, that last episode of Half Hour Wasted should illustrate just how crazy weather it was down here. Usually Frank and Bill and I gather at Bill's house, but we Skyped in an episode and it was poor audio quality, but none of us wanted to drive, mainly because there's crazy people on the roads. Oh, I don't blame you, dude. I hate driving up here and I've lived in this area my entire life. So, you know, it, it's people bad. In, people in the South, especially in Texas, think... Well, they drive in snow and ice up north, so I can too. And it's like, no, they don't. They have salt trucks, and they clear out all that crap before they get on the road. You if we're lucky. crazy, stay home. Yeah, right. We, got, we ended up getting that same thing with the inter two of ice under the snow at one point, and that, that really is the worst because uh, it takes forever to go away. There are still cars here in the northeast that have never been dug out from the first storm we got, like, the days before Christmas. That's crazy. Wow. I've still got, like, a foot of snow on the lawn out front. 
It's, you know, and it's no signs of going away. Although the last rain we had helped a little bit. I personally love the snow because we don't see it that often. But I, I can understand why, why somebody might be sick of it. But we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about The Walking Dead, yes? Yes. I, be- I believe that's the rumor. And this is our official call-in show, not our unofficial call-in show like last time. And we're expecting some call-ins. We put out the word on Twitter again. And uh, I guess our first caller is Jim Dietz, who has just joined us. Hello, Jim. Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller. How's it going? Did I win those tickets to the Aerosmith concert? You did. Uh, Caller, can you turn down your radio when you're on the phone, please? What, 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 what? I, 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 I can't, 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 here, 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 here. <laughs> Hey, before I we get some, uh, <clears throat> before we get some real calls in, l- let's talk real quick about Discount Comic Book Service. I have in my hand the previews catalog for February, which shows which, uh, <clears throat> what items will be in shops in April of this year. Interesting uh, Walking Dead thing. This is from Image Comics. Walking Dead Survivor's Guide number one of four. Uh, let me just read this blurb. It, basically, it's it's a 32-page comic for $2.99, one of four. Um, everything you've w- ever wanted to know about the cast of The Walking Dead. The Survivor's Guide is a handy checklist of all the characters who have appeared in the series thus far, alive or dead. This series is a can't-miss supplement to the hit comic book series that is now a hit TV series on AMC. So basically, it's kind of like an index. It's going to be four issues. Um, the cover of issue one here says you got A to C. Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, to Carol. So uh, I might actually pick this up. I haven't bought a, a single-issue Walking Dead comic in a long time, but I'll probably pick this up. This looks really cool. Yeah, I generally don't so, like those encyclopedia-style comics, but for The Walking Dead, that might actually be really handy with the number of characters that have been introduced and killed off over the years. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like an hot move for The Walking Dead. Yeah, it yeah, sure exactly. does. Yeah. It sure does. Continuing on with The Walking Dead Weekly, we've got issues 14, 15, 16, and 17 in this uh, February issue of – yeah, February issue of the previous catalog. So They're just trucking cool. along on that, huh? Yeah, one a week, and uh, I get, we did the math before, so they're up to, what, 80, 80 or 81 in the real – I believe 81 was just – I just started seeing previews show up on different websites, so that will probably be this week. So they'll be caught up um, sometime in 2012, I suppose. And I talked to the owner of my shop uh, in town. He said you know, they don't sell astronomical numbers, but they're selling pretty well, those weekly comics, so uh, good for Image. Cool. And if you decide to order that or anything else from DCBS, you can add in the WD8 code if you are a first-time buyer and get an extra 8% off, bringing your total discount to somewhere around 50%, which is dynamite. And I don't know if we ever said the official URL, but that's dcbservice.com, correct? Yes, it is, dcbservice.com. I just found the price, the, um, the Walking Dead Survivor's Guide, number one of four. DCBS uh, price is $1.79. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, uh, that's more than 30% off. It looks like they're actually also you can pre-order the Blu-ray of of the season one or the DVD. They've got the Blu-ray priced at forty dollars, and the DVD is priced at thirty-two fifty. I don't know how that compares with your other normal uh, Blu-ray and DVD outlets, but you know if you if you want to use uh, your your WD eight 
to get an 8% off, you know, this may be a way to get the uh, Walking Dead show on the on disc. And uh, speaking of the DVD and Blu-ray sets, uh, as we record this, it is Tuesday, February 8th. That means it is exactly one month until the release. Yeah. And one of the things that's shown up online, I guess this is kind of our first news story, but a trailer has been released for the season one DVD and Blu-ray sets. Now, granted, it's all material we've seen. We've all seen the first season. But uh, if you Google this, it'll, it's one of the first things that comes up, the trailer for season one DVD. It's a really good trailer. Uh, did you guys get a chance to watch it? I have not seen the trailer. It's it's kind of a, you know, a all the best bits of the first season, all the good emotional lines and the the quotable things that you you remember from the show, all the really cool explosions and headshots. It's it's a very good and moving trailer. So if anyone was on the fence about buying the DVDs, watch that and uh, I think you might change your mind. Walking Dead TV, what's your favorite color? Hey, this is the kid from the podcast and the I mean the the call and the review. The kid, this is uh, this is Jack. You have revealed to us, right, Jack? Yes. Awesome, yeah. man. Thanks for calling in. This is the kid who who was sneaking the show around his his parents. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It was just, yeah, I was just kind of. I was. I'm a really big fan of zombies. I've. I'm kind of obsessed with them. I think I've read about twenty books about zombies in a month before. Dang. That's a lot of zombies. Now, are you a fan of the uh, Walking Dead comic? Did you try it before the show? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I think I've read up to thirty-nine uh, of the of the uh, books so far. That's awesome. Very cool. Do you read them in the single issues, Jack, or do you buy the trades, or what's your uh, method? Um, I think I, do, I I just read them in order. I don't. I uh, sometimes I. Uh, if I'm bored, I like to look at the pictures, and then I'll read the caption of what they're talking about. Ever since I saw the commercial of The Walking Dead on uh, AMC, I was immediately hooked to it, and it looked pretty awesome. I have, I have some secret information. I didn't play your voicemail yet, Jack, and that was on the list of things to do for tonight. So can you mm-hmm. tell these guys about your inspiration to start your own podcast? Yeah, um, so far we're on our second show. Uh, me and my friend Griffin and Blake, we have been, our school allowed it, allowed us to do it. We're also, uh, some of my other friends, we are making a zombie movie in the, in the school. So, yeah, it's going to be, it's really fun. Now get to the part where we inspired you to do that, Jack. I think you guys are just so awesome that I had to just embrace that awesomeness and try and put it into my own way of uh, just, like, putting into that the show. So, Hey, can you just yeah. repeat the first half of that first sentence? The, I thought you guys were so awesome that I needed to take that's that a, That's enough. That's good. <laughs> so is, is your podcast all news about your school for the students and such? Um, it, it, it talks about the zomb- how, like, like, so I have the zombie, the Walking Dead uh, TV show on my phone, and since none of the kids in my school have seen it, sadly, uh, every lunchtime we would sit down and uh, watch one of the episodes or try and get through one of them. Yeah, all, it's three of you watch it, all three of you watch it on one phone? No, like all f- six of us. Trying to listen on to one phone. Oh man! Yeah. So when your teachers catch on and your 
and your parents catch on that you're sneaking around uh, to watch the show, are we going to get nasty uh, messages left on the voicemail from somebody's parents? No, no, my mom already found out. Uh oh, uh oh, I've been hey, there. We we condone zombies, but we do not condone disobeying your parents. So you walk a fine you walk a fine line. You're going to yeah. end up being the walking grounded. <laughs> <laughs> And Jim is old enough to be your father. <laughs> his, his love of zombies, though, does give me hope for the next generation. So God bless you, Jack. Thank uh, you. Jack, Jack did, you, did you tell us how old you were? I'm uh, 12. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've got a uh, almost 12-year-old daughter, and I can't imagine her watching this show. <laughs> well done, Jack. I, I've, I have not seen the original Walking uh, the Night of the Living Dead, sadly. But I've seen Zombieland and uh, Shaun of the Dead. You've got you red on you. Yeah, you couldn't have picked uh, two better movies to start with, I think. And it's just been like, me and my friends talk about it, like if during lunch, what, what we would do in a certain part if the zombie apocalypse happened, we would, where we would go, what we would do. And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Double tap, man. Yeah, definitely. And keep up your cardio. Doing your cardio. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jack. We're gonna. Uh, we really appreciate you calling. We're gonna let you go. I have some other calls coming in, but thanks a lot, man. Thanks for listening, and good luck with your podcast. Okay. I'll see you guys. Take care, buddy. Take care. Bye. That was like really cool. Yeah. It was. It was nice not being the youngest person on the show for once. <laughs> How crazy is that? He's in so <laughs> much trouble. <laughs> we will not be held responsible for any trouble you might get in. <laughs> so we have things that we need to do we, we missed a couple of calls while we were talking to Jack So I guess we'll try to fit in whatever um, we can between phone calls and stuff And I'll just keep interrupting you when a call comes in But I guess we need to do that contest that is over uh, first, Brad Yeah, we had the, um, the Twitter contest where people would uh, send in pictures of themselves dressed as Shane with their pants hiked up. We got a whopping three entries. And uh, I'm trying not to, to be bitter about it, but because uh, I was told I was a bitter person today. Um, I, of course, I know they were just joking. I but, got a phone uh, call coming in, Brad. Okay. Walking Dead TV podcast, what's your favorite color? Uh, bluish green. What's up, Rich? <laughs> hey, hey, Brad, it's, Brad was just literally talking about you. Oh, really? Yes, he was. Uh, Brad, this is, this is, is this Richard Chub Toad. Yes. Okay, Richard. Richard is a, a, a listener of the uh, Half Hour Wasted show as well, and we, I've met Richard in person, so I know he's an all right guy. But today on Twitter, he said that he was just taking after me when he uh, was being all <laughs> bitter and stuff. He said I taught him how to be a, a bitter, cranky old man. You're not. It, ins- it inspired me to be. Not taught me. Inspired. I'm really not that bitter. I'm really not. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding around. Well, you could okay. be a nice guy and be bitter. I mean, yeah. I'm bitter about things. Says you. <laughs> so, Richard, what's your favorite zombie? Who's your favorite zombie? Hmm. I'd probably have to go with Buster at this point. Yeah, you're just rubbing salt in a wound now. <laughs> oh, really? Well, well, he only ever showed up the first episode. I thought I was on to something. Well, you need to start a campaign to get him back on. Yeah, they haven't started filming yet. There's still hope. All right, Johnny M., you got to get on that. you got to get me an email. Did we ever <laughs> get his email? Did, 
Did Not you ever busted. find out the actor's name? Yeah. Joe Giles or something. I believe that's exactly it. Joe Giles or Go- Joe Giles. We weren't yeah. ever sure how to pronounce the last name. Maybe we should try to get a hold of him. Yeah. Richard, are you a, a fan of the comic? Did you start with the show? Um, I know some of us know the answer, but I'd like to, for you to tell. Oh, a, a little mixture of both. I started reading right before the show. I had a friend that for years at Comic Book Wednesday would always be like, you got to try this out. I'm like, really, can a comic about zombies really sustain a story? Never really did. And then Jordan bugged me in the summer to pick it up, and I was like, ah, I might try it with the TV show coming. Read the first trade and immediately went out and bought the next 12 trades and uh, read it all well up to trade 12 before the show came out. And then this, the day 13th, the 13th trade dropped, I bought that and read it. So definitely became a fan of all the walk, all that is Walking Dead this year or this last year. And what do you think uh, generally of the show, the differences and the similarities or what you liked and didn't like? Um, well, answer that in five I, seconds or less. <laughs> I, I like the show that the show took a different path but still remain true to the story, the core of the story. Yeah, I think that's pretty much how we all stand. We, we, we don't want to know what's happening every step of the way, but it's the characters that we love. Uh, there was a point in the show, a scene that takes place in the woods, that I really had my excitement meter up when it was happening, going, it's about to happen, and then it totally diverged from what happened in the comic book. Because so, there's a certain character that I don't like, and... Yeah, I kind of wish she. Hey, 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 easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> you're getting, you're skating that line there. I know. Now, Rich, since you liked, uh, since you liked The Walking Dead, have you checked out any of Robert Kirkman's other comics, like Invincible or uh, Sounding Wolfman? No, uh, when I was down at the Wizard World of Austin, I wanted to pick up some Invincible trades. Um, but nobody seemed to have, they had some, but nobody had to seem to have the first one or had it cheap. And so I just haven't picked it up yet. But definitely, now that I have a job again, yay, um, I'll probably start going back and picking some, up some stuff I wanted to read. And Invincible's on that list. Yeah, it's right definitely on. worth it. That's a great book. And Kirkman's got another one coming out soon. Is it called Robot or something like that? No, it's about a dinosaur, actually. Well, yeah, but I think the title's Robot because it's a dinosaur in a robot suit. Mm. I don't know. I think you're wrong, actually. <laughs> Super, yeah, it's called, employed, it's, called, it's called Super Dinosaur. Okay, but he is in a robot suit, right? No, sir. Well, he's wearing a, a some armor or an exoskeleton of some kind. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But he's not he's a robot. A, he's not a robot that's going to be infected with a zombie apocalypse, because I think IDW already has that covered, don't they? <laughs> at the moment, yeah. yeah. Here's a blurb. It's actually in that, that previews uh, that I was talking about earlier. Here's the blurb for Super Dinosaur number one. This is where it begins. The evil Max Maximus wants to get to inner Earth. He wants the dinosaurs that live there. He wants the powerful Dinor mineral that originates there. Super Dinosaur and Derek Dynamo are the only ones who can stop him. The fate of the world rests on the shoulders of a 10-year-old kid and his best friend, a 9-foot-tall Tyrannosaurus Rex who loves to play video games. And if you can't tell from that description, it's going to be an all-ages comic. So yes. for, for fans of Robert Kirkman's writing who don't exactly want to uh, expose their young children to zombies, and we don't blame you, uh, this may be a good uh, jumping-on point for them, which you can get through DCB Service. DCBService.com, code WD8. WD8, even. Isn't that what I said? I think he just said code W. Said WD. 
Oh, WD8. I, I said WD8. It must have cut out the last syllable. Very good. Hey, Rich, I'm going to I'm gonna cut you loose so we can uh, grab some of these other calls, but thanks a lot for all the support and hanging out on the forums and everything, man. Sounds good. Keep up the good work. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. See you later, man. Thanks a lot, man. Well, before we get another call, uh, Jim, earlier you asked about the special features on the discs. Uh, right here I have a list. We have several featurettes. We have The Making of the Walking Dead. We have Inside the Walking Dead, episodes one through six. We have a sneak peek with Robert Kirkman. Behind the scenes, zombie makeup tips, convention panel with producers, and the Walking Dead trailer. I'm going to assume that's the trailer from Comic-Con and not the DVD trailer we were just talking about. And then we have extra footage. We have Zombie School, Bicycle Girl, on set with Robert Kirkman, hanging with Steven Yeun, uh, inside Dale's RV, and on set with Andrew Lincoln. Now, some of this stuff has been online before. I know I've seen it, but others I'm pretty sure are brand new, so that'll be pretty cool to, to check out when the discs come out. Very cool. I wish they'd have like a gag reel where zombies are walking down the street and one of them's arm falls off and, you know, goofy stuff like that. Hey, you're on the Walking Dead TV podcast. Hello, this is Dane Brennan. But you guys are hard to get a hold of. Hey, Dane, what's going on, man? Yeah, we had a, we have actually had some people call in this time. So <laughs> I guess the line's been tied up a little bit. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I've wanted to talk to you guys since I've started following your podcast. Where are you uh, calling from? like four. I'm calling from Lawrence, Kansas. Wow, that was the home of William Burroughs. And so did Langston Hughes. Now, this is the Dane that I called Dan accidentally once, I think, on the show? <laughs> yes, that's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> yes, this is the Dane that you called Dan. Uh, I enjoyed, as I, I left you a voicemail message a few minutes ago, and as I, was, I said, I've never been into zombies. I write speculative fiction. And as a joke, I wrote a story, a zombie story that was funny, and I sent it away to a publishing house. Well, they really liked it. And so I started writing zombie stories. As time went along, the series came out, and I thought, this, this is something I really want to see. And I've never, I've never seen a trade. I didn't know what a trade was. And I picked the stuff up. And I, I watched the series, and then you guys gave me a podcast that I found was perfect for my needs. I never read, as I said, I never read the comic. I had no idea, and I didn't want spoilers. And you guys have been extremely knowledgeable. And as of right now, I now have four, four issues of the trades. I'm starting to read them. I mean, two a month because I don't, I, I have a budget too. Oh, that's understandable. How, how are you liking the comic so far? I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, I don't want to give spoilers, but I can definitely see where the TV series is keeping the true nature of, of the comics so far. Uh, I like how The Walking Dead is about the people and not about the zombies. I thought you'd probably want to know what my favorite episode was. and I've been walking around in my room thinking for the entire time I've been trying to call, wondering which one is my favorite. And I think that I really like the Batos episodes because they showed the complete different nature of what people would do to defend their loved ones. I was surprised when the tough guy ended up being a janitor for a nursing home. And I thought that was wonderful. I, it won't, I won't say it was the most exciting episode, 
but to me, it revealed a lot about the character. And now, what things I'm looking forward to is I really am curious to see what happens to Shane. And, of course, I tried to find a good picture of Shane's pants to send you guys, but I just didn't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've enjoyed, I, I think your new website is very, very good. Uh, I, I build websites for a living in my real job. So oh, thank you very much. That, I thought you guys did a good job on the website. And it's, it's easy to navigate, fun to use. And I've really enjoyed all of your, I've enjoyed what you guys do. I just wish you had, I wish there was more news for you guys to tell us so that we could do episodes more often so that I could listen to you can always check out Legion of Dudes, and you can check out Half Hour Wasted on uh, the other days. Plus, we got the new Media Minutes podcast. So, even if there isn't Walking Dead news, we're always putting out content. Yes, I I listened to the Media Minutes. Uh, I mean, this morning I was listening to the one that took place in Guatemala, review on some movie or someplace. You got we dove into a cave, and so I said it was wonderful on special effects, but a lousy story. That would have been uh, uh, Sanctum, I believe. Yes. Yeah, Sanctum. That is Sanctum. I couldn't remember the name off the top of my head, but I listen to those every morning as I'm getting ready to go to work. Right on. Uh, I find those are a perfect link for what I want to know. And to be honest, I'm starting to think about I may want to go through and start reading Daredevil again. I haven't read it since I was a teenager, but I actually may start reading them. Uh, I, did, I read comics back way in the 70s and 80s, but I've not done them since. Although I do like, I like The Walking Dead style. And I'm a fan of Neil Gaiman's and all of those, uh, his Sandman and those graphic novels. So this kind of fits in with what I've been reading. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Dane. We, we really appreciate uh, all the support and you calling in. I'm going to try to get to a couple more callers, but, uh, okay. but thanks a lot. You're welcome. And we'll Bye definitely guys. get your name right from now on. Yes. It, it, yes. It'll Sorry. be Dane and not Dan. Okay, thanks. Bye, guys. Take care. Dan. Bye. Have a good Take night. Care. All right, so I think this is a safe time to talk about that contest, Brad. Okay, uh, like I was saying, there was we had three entries. Um, Mitch sent in a photo of himself with his pants pulled up way high. Fisty LaRue, Brandy is her real name. I don't know if she wants me to say that, but sorry, uh, I did. And I got to meet Brandy uh, in person. Yeah, I was going to say, she lives close enough to punch you. So you might want to- yeah, I know. Yeah, um, if she can she get through the ice and the snow. You know. Yeah, really. She sent in a picture. And her of name is Fisty, after all. Yes, that's true. Fisty La Punch Brad. I'd, I'd uh, be worried she'd do more than punch you then. She might. No, she was real nice, though. She sent a picture of herself with her pants cranked way up. And uh, and then somebody named, oh, yeah, Fake Six Pack. I couldn't remember her name right off the top. Um, she sent in a picture of... It looks like the little kid from uh, his name was Chancho in um, uh, uh, Nacho Libre. Chancho need to borrow some sweats. The little Mexican kid. It looks like him. It's not him, but it looks like him. And he's got his sweatpants pulled way up under his armpits, which was pretty funny. And uh, <laughs> nice. there's, a little, there's a little tagline on the photo that says "Haters gonna hate." <laughs> I think uh, our the winner here is gonna be Mitch because I, I liked his. Um, he's got his cranked way up high, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this to Mitch. And John, tell tell Mitch what he won. Mitch, you won the volume one oversized hardcover of The Walking Dead. 
So you're going to get the first two trades, which is the first 12 issues of The Walking Dead, and a very nice hardcover presentation that is courtesy of our sponsor, DCBS. And if you email contest at walkingdeadtv.com and leave your information, we'll get that right out to you. So congratulations, Mitch. I would like to shout out to Six Pack, Fake Six Pack, and Fisty Larue though, because they're always uh, they always uh, have me on their follow Friday, and they're very nice young ladies. So, yeah, and big supporters of the show. She bought a T-shirt too, uh, Fake Six Pack. Right. All right. Well, as we said before, this is Tuesday, so just this past Sunday was the Super Bowl. Bowl. There we go. Uh, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? I did. Oh, I'm a communist. I, yes. My daughter was was one of the people dressed in all white that was on the field dancing with the black eyed peas. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. She, her drill team uh was one of thirteen uh dance teams that were invited to go dance at the halftime show. She was uh on the front row of of dancers that was surrounding the round stage that was out there. You know, we never did see her up close and personal, but she could point us po- point to herself on the screen so you know she had a she had a great time and please let's let's um let's not talk about the outcome of the game it's still kind of a sore spot here in the burg <laughs> uh well I, I probably already know the answer to this question but did anyone stick around after the super bowl to watch glee no didn't think so no well they had that would a, be a big old negatory they had a zombie themed episode in part at least they did a song by the zombies She's Not There, I think it was called. Uh, they also did Thriller, and uh, they mixed that up with another song that I'm forgetting. But they actually had some really awesome uh, zombie gear and makeup that they had going on in the episode. So uh, that was cool. But that brings me to the next actual news story, and that is that the CW, which is not the network that runs Glee, but it's uh, comparable in terms of a lot of the subject matter, the CW is bringing their own zombie show to the airwaves probably this fall. It's going to be a show called Awakening, and it's going to focus on two sisters trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. So does anybody here actually watch any shows on the CW whatsoever? Um, Nikita. Oh, that's right. That was on CW, wasn't it? It was. And I know a lot of people love Supernatural. Uh, a lot of television critics love The Vampire Diaries. Like, apparently it does more than you would expect, or than I would expect anyway. I watched Supernatural like the first season or two, and then I'm not sure why it just kind of fell off the radar, but I've been watching Smallville since season one, so that's that's a big one for me. Oh, of course. How can I forget Smallville? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're which the is... one that's watching. <laughs> yeah. Me, Ken and it's I, him, and it's him and Ken Morgan. Yeah, they Ken both and have I Nielsen and my buddy boxes. Glenn are the three guys that are still holding a, holding a match for Smallville. Robin from Media Junkyard, who's been on this show before and was on Legion of Dudes a few weeks back, he hosts a Smallville podcast, actually. Uh, Starkville's House of L. It's it not to, to segue too much, but it's really since Jeff Johns really kind of, has kind of stepped in and kind of offered a creative hand. I guess you'd call it in the last couple seasons. It's uh, it's been really good. This season is probably the best season by far. I have a couple of voicemails that have been sitting around too long uh, that I wanted to play. So here's one of them. Hey, Walking Dead TV podcast. This is Callum from Sydney, Australia. Uh, Des Reeve on the Forum for Geeks. 
Just want to call up and say thank you very, very much for a fantastic show. And on behalf of those of us in countries where The Walking Dead is not actually on TV, thank you for your fantastic episode recaps. Um, I haven't been able to see the show, but thanks to your great coverage, I know exactly what's going on, and we'll definitely be picking up the DVDs as soon as they come available down here in Region 4. Uh, secondly, I just wanted to say again, congratulations to you guys for, um, for again, landing the big interviews. Uh, Norman Reedus, Bear McCreary, uh, Robert Kirkman himself. I mean, I, I put this in my iTunes view, which I'm not sure if you guys have read yet or not, whatever. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, uh, it says volumes about the quality of the podcast you guys produce. And, uh, you know, these people wouldn't waste their time going on some little tin pot thing, run out of someone's garage by two guys and a microphone. Um, you guys have obviously proved yourself to be good quality podcast um, and uh, it's starting to pay off for you guys so look congratulations again uh, look forward to the next nine months or ten months whatever it is off season I'm sure you guys are going to have some fantastic stuff in store um, and I'll see you on the boards thanks again guys thank you Callum Callum is awesome uh, I don't know if it's cooler that people in Australia listen to us or that people in Australia that can't see the show use us to find out what's going on They're both and then actually cool. call in yeah yeah, and a garage is a very cool way to say a garage. Yes. Um, Everything's said cooler in Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the bobby. Um, yeah, let's 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 do our best to promote stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, why try anything new now? That's been working for us so far. Don't feel too bad for him. It's summer right now down there, and we're all freezing up here. So. You think it snows in Australia? In some parts, probably. It's a big country. I imagine. All right, Jordan, why don't you move on to a little more news, and we'll see if anybody calls in or, or how it goes. Sure. How many of you guys like video games? Have you, have me, you played me, these me. things like the arcade? Ooh, what are these video low blow games? from Jordan. Yes, I play many, many of the video games. It was I'm, not intended to be a low blow, just to be clear. I was I'm, just playing, uh, to be facetious. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare right now with zombies. It's awesome. Well, it has not been announced. Let's be very clear. This is not official. This is rumor. But Telltale Games, which is a very well-respected uh, developer of video games, they do the Sam and Max games. They're doing a Jurassic Park game right now. They do the Strong Bad games. They announced, and I want to make sure I get the quote here exactly. They're going to be announcing five new games very soon. And the guy who, whichever one of their creative directors said this, said uh, one of the titles to be announced is, quote, Based on a just-launched property from the TV and comic book world whose popularity is changing life as we know it. Hold now, that, that doesn't Jordan. say exclu- explicitly that it's The Walking Dead, but... It's the cape! <laughs> I kind of uh, doubt it. What, what, you guys didn't want to answer the phone the first time I called? <laughs> hey, Victor, what's going on? Jersey Shore. Hey, what's going on, guys? We have hey, Victor doing, from Exploring the Multiverse on the... On the line. Yeah, we actually had other people calling in, so uh, you had a Oh, okay. Hello, Victor. (laughs) What's up? We just had a call from Australia, so we're we're feeling very sort of international. G'day, mate. Oh, damn. What's going on? I think a dingo at your podcast. (laughs) So, Victor, you've called in. uh, uh, You've left us voicemails. You were obviously a, a comic reader from way back with Walking Dead. Or did you pick it up recently? How'd that, how'd that go down? Oh, uh, geez, let's see. I, I was, uh, oh, man, this has gone back at least a year. And I did not want to read The Walking Dead. 
back in those days strictly because it was black and white. And I was like, I'm not reading a black and white comic. I was reading Invincible, which was, of course, another Robert Kirkman book. But I just didn't want to read this Walking Dead. Victor, and, I, uh, I was right there with you, man. I was like, black and white? No, man, I read comics for the, the color and, and all that exciting stuff. And I was like, eh, whatever, I'm not reading that. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, I just, I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't, this, no, you know, and, and zombies, they're all right, you know, but I guess I, I got that mentality of your typical zombie movie, which are fun, but not normally my thing. Well, uh, my co-host Lucas, he finally talked me into reading um, his first trade, and, I mean, I was hooked. And I've I've been a trade reader ever since. So I'm up to, uh, what, uh, trade 14? 13, uh, 14? Th- 13 is the current one. 13. Let me see, did I get 13 Number 13. Let me it's look at my library here. It's got a blue cover, I believe. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I just did get uh, 13 because um, I, I borrow... Earthquake uh, hits and the, the earth opens up and the lava monsters come up. And then they all had this ritual sacrifice of the pizza. That's 11. Oh, oh uh, I thought this one was, uh, I just got partly through. I thought it was where the aliens came down. Hey, spoilers, guys. Come on. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I've become a, a total Walking Dead fan. And I just, uh, since I started with trades, I want to keep going with trades. But I keep going him and on over whether or not I'm going to start picking up the issues or not. I'm the same way, man. Like, it's it sucks whenever a new issue comes out and people are, I can't believe this happened on page 15. And it's like, I've got to wait six more months to find out what uh, happened. I'm, I'm a freak. So, like, once I start down the trade route, I can't, I can't, like, separate it. So even if I did go decide to go monthly, I'd have to get the trades as well just to not have that break. I'm just, I'm just weird like that. Well, I think, I think it reads better in trade, you know, because – you're only getting like the tiniest bit of story in a in a monthly book and then you have to wait but if you know if you can wait every 6 months to treat yourself to a thick trade it's like it's like heaven and they're clearly written for trades i mean the end of every sixth issue is you know your money shot if you will <laughs> so this is a family show well put <laughs> uh uh well, see, uh, speaking of issues and trades, um, I mean, Robert Kirkman wants more people like me because uh, when it comes to Invincible, I buy the monthlies, and then every time a trade comes out, I'm like, well, got to get the trade, too, to put it on the shelf. Do you get the hardcovers, too, the big ones? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't splurged yet for those. If, if I see a good deal on them sometime, I might, but uh, I'm, I'm just so far I'm going with the... Uh, just going with the trades and issues. So now that the, the TV show had a chance to kind of settle in on you, what, what, what do you think as a big fan of the comic? No problems whatsoever with any change that's really been made. Um, I'm just pure fan. I mean, I'm, I'm the fanboy. So first off, I already, you know, there's already like that gleam in my eye when I sit in front of the TV and watch it. And uh, I'm, I just like it. You know, I'm, I'm going with it, and the, ch- the changes are great because one second I'm like, oh, oh are they going to go with this? And then I'm like, oh, okay, that's different. You know, I didn't see that coming. So I'm pure fan through and through. 
And I uh, can't wait till uh, what's the release dates for the box uh, first season? March? Just about March 8th. Exactly a month from today. Well, I can't wait for that because as of this past weekend, I just bought myself my first official Blu-ray player and a 55-inch TV. Ooh. Oh, nice. So, so I think that uh, Walking Dead just might be my first Blu-ray purchase. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So you're saying that next season we're coming over to your house to watch the episodes, right? <laughs> you should see, you should have seen the uh, the Super Bowl here. Was uh, I mean we we were sad that the Steelers lost, but it was still a good game on 55 inches. <laughs> Absolutely, Fergie looked outstanding. I'm sure. Yeah, well, uh, no, I I was actually at my parents' house on a similar size TV. I can guarantee you they didn't help. <laughs> uh, all right, Victor, thanks. Uh, for all your support and everything. We're going to try to finish up here and get to some other calls, but uh, but we appreciate everything, man, and we will talk to you soon, and I'll probably see you on uh, Black Ops sometime soon. You could throw a hatchet in my back or whatever you did to me last time. <laughs> I was actually I was, uh, listening to you uh, uh, real quick. I was listening to one of your uh, the LOD episodes. I was finally getting around to listening to your uh, The Duties episode. And uh, you mentioned Black Ops, and I'm like, oh, like I was listening, literally listening to it this morning. I was like, oh, I gotta send him a message, get on some of that Black Ops. Yeah, definitely. Have a good one. Take care, man. Take Thanks care. Later. Very cool. ExploringTheMultiverse.com. They do video podcasts, which is really cool. Good stuff. Uh, Jordan, did I? I'm pretty sure I did cut you off. Did I cut <laughs> you off uh, with the video games? Was there something that you needed to finish up? Well, I mean, it's still just rumor. It's just a, this could be the game they're announcing, but if a respected publisher like Telltale Games here was to put out a Walking Dead video game of any type, because they generally do the point-and-click adventures, but they're not limited to that, would you be interested in that? Would you want a first-person shooter? Would you want an RPG? Would you want any type of video game to go along with The Walking Dead? First-person. I would like almost kind of like the games you see, you get almost like a... Like the minis on PlayStation or like the addictive games where it's almost like maybe not just one set type of gameplay, but almost like, you know, different types of horde modes or, you know, different kind of weapons or, or things like that where you're just having to fend off different attacks or they have different objectives. Um, you know, maybe one kill as many as you can in a certain amount of time or, um, you know, survive the longest. Just, you know, things like that just to kind of be, to mix it up and, and make it fun. Almost... I, in, in some way, I guess, kind of like Left for Dead, but but maybe not exactly like that. But uh, just something like that. Very good. I don't know. There are already so many zombie games, and so many games already have zombies in them. I mean, Call of Duty Black Ops has a zombie mode. Red Dead Redemption had Undead Nightmare add-on, you know. I mean, it just seems like zombies are in every video game. And it might be cool to see a point-and-click adventure like Telltale is known for. I know there are... Um, there's a lot of hype around their Back to the Future game. That oh, yeah, I forgot about. to mention that one. Yeah, they did the, the Back um, to the Future as well. They actually got Christopher Lloyd, and um, I guess it's uh, like the the screenwriter from the original uh, Back to the Future uh, stories, who or Back to the Future movies. Uh, and, you know, he said it's as close to a, you know, a new sequel as we're going to get. So if they did something like that, you know, if they involve you know, Kirkman or some of the writers and have like a logical extension to the story, I could see that working. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd check it out no matter what. I mean, if they're using, obviously, if they're using the characters from the book and or the television show, I'm going to check it out just to see how they handle it. You know, licensed stuff can be really bad, but uh, I'd check it out. Okay, so I'm going to do some quick iTunes reviews because we hit our 100th iTunes review, which is awesome, and we're going to 
have a little announcement about that prize at the end of the show. Um, but I just want to shout out some people that left reviews and got us to 100. We have Kit Killer 3000, great podcast to go with an awesome show, five stars. Uh, Mike BD50, awesome podcast, five stars. Jack, who's Jack, who we heard from earlier, the young man who started his own podcast and is making a zombie movie in school, which is fantastic. Uh, the best podcast ever, five stars. He was our hundredth. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So he's like my cool. new favorite uh, listener, one of them. And, and being 12, he's probably just recently learned to count that high in school. So <laughs> Very good. Uh, and from Zombie Wolf 713 a really, really great podcast, five stars. So, no offense, man, Jack. Just, uh, just messing around. It's just Jordan. Yeah, um, yeah, ignore me. So that's our latest iTunes reviews. Thanks again. Keep them coming. We're... Uh, we broke the 100 mark, which we were trying to do for a really long time, and we look forward to 150, 200, and, and who knows what. And, Jim, I think you wanted to shout out some of our other friends on the Twitter end of things. Well, I just wanted to shout out Fisty LaRue and uh, Fix Six Pack, who have uh, included me on their Follow Fridays quite a bit and have been big supporters of the show. I know we talked about them earlier being in part of the Shane uh, contest, but uh, big ups to them. Yeah, and also... Uh just because I noticed today, it is Headbanger Chick's birthday. She is the uh, wonderful age of 26, and she cracks me up and uh, always does the follow Fridays and, and is a listener and, and uh, makes me laugh on Twitter. So check out Headbanger Chick for some great music recommendations, too, I must say. And if you're wondering why all these people are calling in and how come you didn't know about it, it's probably because you either comes another one. ate... Hello? Hey, dudes. Who's this? This is uh, Aaron Newworth out in California. Yes, Aaron Newworth. Good to hear from you, man. Aaron's been doing some awesome blogs for us on the HHWLOD site, and uh, he did his first Media Minutes as well, which was awesome. Good to hear from you, man. I I think it's pretty fitting that I did a Media Minutes about Dead Space, and now I'm on the uh, Walking Dead podcast here, so that seems to be fitting. Zombies in space, basically. (laughs) It's a theme. So, Aaron, we're kind of asking everybody, um, did you read the comics before the show? Have you read them since the show? How, how's the whole Walking Dead experience going for you? Oh, I've been a Walking Dead fan since, um, let's see, the first when the first hardcover came out, which was, I, uh, actually, I'm not sure. Do you know when the, first, when the first hardcover was released out there? Probably about five years ago, I would think, huh? Or close to yeah, like six years ago. Yeah, I, I've got my first hardcover right here in front of me. Let me look at the... At the date, uh, looks like aught seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I remember I got it um, for Christmas for um, for that year, and then I've been reading it ever since. So I've just been I've just been loving it, and then yeah, hearing about the You've show. Been reading one out, book ever right since. There. Yeah, I've been re- I've been reading every time the hardcover comes out. I'm just I just went by that. I've, I've been only doing the hardcovers. Oh, I was so thinking always... like you said, you've only been reading. Volume one ever since. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, that'd be that'd, that'd be that'd be something. That's a dumb, <laughs> stupid, bad joke. There you go with those terrible jokes again, and no insight, Brad. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Every every time the hardcover comes out, I just get like super excited. So that's that's what I've done. Now that you've had a little time to think about the show, after, because it's you know it's been finished for a few weeks or, or months or whatever <laughs> the hell it is now, uh, what do you think? Well, as some know from basically my writing, I guess, which has been published on the site, I, I'm a, I'm a, 
I like the show a lot. I think the first season was a good it was a good like sample of what we could what we can expect to come from the second season, which I think is probably gonna really knock it out. Uh, they you know, they have an idea of what they're doing now and after that first like amazing episode they kind of settled in they tried to settle into a groove and so I think the second season's probably gonna they're probably gonna have a better idea of what works really well and like what didn't work as well and they're probably just gonna make that just just push it out, make it really they make it into a really solid series, just like the other shows in AMC right now. Like I'm a big Breaking Bad fan and a big uh, Mad Men fan, so I just, I just expect great things from the from that channel. <laughs> yeah, and I think Jordan, maybe we could segue this into a little bit of news. Didn't they kind of solidify their writers for season two? They certainly did. Uh, well, I mean, as we talked about earlier on in the show, not this episode, but in other episodes. Uh, there was that question of, did they just fire all the writers? And there was conflicting information, what exactly happened. The head writer went to, uh, he's going to be doing the show called Powers, which is based on the uh, the Brian Michael Bendis comic. Um, Sweet. So we now have a new head writer. We have, and I want to get his name right, we have... He was a writer on The Shield, I know that. Yeah, I'm looking for his first name. I've got the last name here. The Shield was an awesome show. Yeah, Shield's one of my favorites. Um, I'm so happy they're making a show of powers. It's about time. That's a great, great comment. I know that that's going to be really awesome. Okay, so the the writer, the our new head writer for the show will be Glenn Mazzara, and as you said, he wrote for the Shield, he wrote for the TV show Crash, and uh, some other shows as well. So he'll be heading it up. He was the credited writer for Wildfire last episode or last season, which I believe was episode five. So uh, yeah. yeah, he'll be heading up the writers' room for season two along with Frank Darabont. And uh, so, who knows exactly what went on behind the scenes there, but for season two, there will be a writing staff after all. So, Aaron, do you have anything planned um, as for blogs or things you're going to be re- uh, reviewing for the next couple of weeks that you could tell us about? Well, um, basically, I always I, I go to the movies pretty much every um, every week with my either I'll get to, some free I write I write for another website, uh, com, and um, they some took me up with some free screenings for early movies and. Um, then I just go with my friends on Friday. So I kind of see pretty much most of what comes out, but, um, it's still kind of February and not many things, not many great things are coming out right now. I think that what that I am number four movie comes out and, uh, that kind of looks interesting maybe, but, uh, March is when things really kick back into gear. So things like battle LA and sucker punch and some of the, uh, some of the bigger, more known movies that are coming out. Those are, those are what I'm anticipating. That's probably what I'll be. Yeah. I'll be having really... a lot more fun writing about. I, I will be so disappointed if I don't love Sucker Punch. I, I think it's impossible, to be honest with you. I mean, even if it's terrible... like Just go with earplugs, you'll be fine. Exactly. If the story is yeah. even terrible, I'm going to find a way to enjoy that, because it's just... I, yeah, it's, yeah, Zack Snyder, like, he... As far as I'm concerned, Zack Snyder's knocked it out every time. He, he's, like, uh, Dawn of the Dead remake, awesome. Just um, 300, really good. Watchmen... I, I really enjoyed that movie a lot. I mean, uh, even the even the gripes I have of it, I still really love that movie. Even his his animated owl movie, I kind of enjoyed watching that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to what Zack Snyder can do with like an original screenplay and what he can do with that that world that it's that he's created there. And then Superman after that should be interesting as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that's like another thing. Yeah, just slow motion speed ups of Superman flying around the world, <laughs> like going to. I, this, I don't even know. That's, that's got me excited. It's a Zack Snyder doing Superman movie. Mm-hmm. This is Metropolis! <laughs> <laughs> and with that one line, it's already more exciting than Superman Returns. 
As long as he doesn't fly around the world backwards and change the rotation of the earth, we're, we're in good shape. Aaron, thanks a lot. Thanks for uh, for calling in, for supporting, and uh, and all the awesome work you're doing for our site and uh, our shows and everything. We appreciate it, man. Oh, yeah, glad to talk to you guys. I've been, I've been listening since the Watchmen podcast, so it's really cool to now be an aspiring dude, it seems, as I'm contributing in. Awesome. Nice. Definitely. <laughs> all right, man, take care. Okay. Take it easy, Aaron. Hello. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought I probably caught the machine. Are you Zigo, Zigo, you've done this a number of times before, Zigo. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Hey. <laughs> what's up, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, what's What's the topic? What's the call-in for? Because I'm still a little out of the loop. I know it's a call-in show, but I don't know what specifically for besides Walking Dead. But We're going to yeah. quiz you. Well, first of all, you have Jordan, Brad, and Russ, and Jim here. Wait, oh, who, hey, who was okay. it that called? If you said his name, I missed it. Ziggo. Ziggo. Oh, Ziggo. Oh, cool. Ziggo, how's it going, man? Eh, pretty good. Pretty good. How was your trip to London? Oh, my God. Awesome. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll be going back soon. But, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. And for anybody, I, I take for granted that the Walking Dead uh, audience knows all of our friends. Uh, Ziggo is our good buddy, longtime listener and contributor, forum member, and uh, creator of the Comic Tube podcast, which is awesome. And uh, so, Ziggo, as a huge horror geek, uh, what are your thoughts on the Walking Dead television show now that it's kind of settled in for you? Yeah, um, it's it's actually I don't mind it. I, I like that it has. I like that it's different, but the same at the same time. Um, I like that it's. Like, certain changes that they've done to the comic, I've always been okay with. I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but personally, I, I like it because it makes it more interesting. It's not me watching, oh, well, I already know what's going to happen because I read the comics. It's still something very new to me in the sense that it's like, okay, I see where they're going with this. Even though there are a few things I still don't agree with, but... um I mean, for the most part, I think they've done a fantastic job anyway in, in the translation. It's It's new... But at the at the same time, it feels extremely familiar. Like, yeah, this is the book. Even though I may not have seen this in the book, what I'm watching is the book. Uh, one conversation I was having with a friend of mine is that I feel that for the most part, I'm not saying specifically, and I'm pretty sure you guys have said it a whole bunch of times, just echoing your thoughts, and a lot of people have said this, the, the season, season one so far, was pretty much the first six issues but issue by episode, for the most part, with a little tweaks here and there, especially the season finale, but it worked for me that way. And a lot of people were saying that, oh, but the season kind of dry compared to the book, and that's because when you read the book, and especially the first six issues, they go by pretty quick. Now you need to find, and then they did a way where, you know, issue by episode, where they kind of have to make that drag a little longer. So, you know. Yeah, now it's completely... While that all may be true, you know, then the whole CDC thing went completely in a different direction. Um, and now who knows where we're at in terms of, like, books or stories. I think my opinion is that it's all out the window now. Like, they could go in any direction um, and probably will. I, I don't know that. I'm sure they're going to hit on some major storylines that oh, yeah. happen later on. But they're kind of off on there. It's like a different universe almost with the same characters, that's how I'm looking at it, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, and and I like it. Like they they did they did something um, where they explained what was going on with the virus that hasn't happened in the books, 
And I'm glad they did that because as someone who hasn't read the comics, they're always going to want to know, well, what happened here? You know? And I guess they did that because they don't want to do what Romero has done, even though I love Romero to death. Sometimes, even though it's it's very vague, it's a satellite, you still don't know what's really going on. If Robert Kirkman actually knew the CDC was headquartered in Atlanta when he wrote the book, who knows? Uh, it, we may have we may have seen that show up a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. So Ziggo, tell us what's going on uh, in ComicTube for uh, the next couple of weeks, months, or or whatever you know. Oh yeah, well, um, for for those ComicTube got better when I got Vicky on because I mean, who doesn't want to hear a British girl talk on the show? But um, the next couple of episodes, I'm planning to do a DC Universe Online review with uh, Sean from Raging Bullets. And um, I'm trying to sort something out with some guy named Johnny to do some Terminator talk. I don't know when. You might know him. I'm not <laughs> sure when. That's about it. Just uh, DC Universe Online. And, um, oh, uh, some regular discussions like um, like TV shows that we want to see be made and things like that. Now that school started, I kind of have to slow it down just a little bit more. But, I mean, I'm going to try my best to be more consistent because I was on a big hiatus during the summer when my computer, I mean, not the summer during the last few months before December, because my computer just took a big fart. So gotcha. Yeah. A lot of that's been going around. Yeah. I I understand completely. (laughs) Well, Hey man, thanks for the support and everything. And, uh, and we'll catch up with you on the forums and, and Facebook and everything else. Always, always. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, actually I do have one question for you guys. If you guys are taking questions on these calls. Cool. Um, not sure if you guys have answered it already before. Um, what exactly is it that you guys, not not just next season, but let's say in the near future of Walking Dead, it could be next season or the next two seasons, what is something that you guys are really just wanting to see happen? Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and not say it, but there's a character that I know Brad and I especially are waiting to pop up, and I'm not going to say the character's name or what he or she does Brad, there's two there's are there are, yeah there there are two characters that i'm dying to see one of which darabont has all but said will be on the show eventually but the other character was it drawn uh, to look like danny trejo yes okay well no that's the one we want to see but the one that that darabont has said will eventually get there i'm trying i'm trying so hard not to spoil anything just saying the character's name wouldn't really be that big of a spoiler, would it? Because they don't know anything about the character. I wouldn't think. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Well, I think John and I are, are both really looking forward to a character called the Governor. And uh, you're right. And I, originally, I was talking about Michonne. Okay. And the yeah, second I one I was talking I was about saying. was the Governor. Well, the uh, Darabont has all but said Michonne will show up. Yeah. Which um, is awesome. Yes. Once those characters show up, that's when, as as Jim Deeds likes to say, the fecal matter hits the oscillating wind pusher. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Well, before I go, I do want to drop this one more time. I don't want to have a discussion. It's just my last thoughts on it. No, it will generate discussion. I will say this. I love Shane a lot more in the TV show than in the comic. That is one of the differences that people don't agree with me that I've spoken to anyway that I've said that I think that the TV show has made Shane's character so much more better for me than the comic ever did. So, that's it. 
right. Well, as always, thanks for having me on, dudes. And uh, look forward to this episode when it comes out. Cool, man. Thanks, Ziggo. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks. All right. So I have taken the six names of the people that called in tonight, which are in no particular order, Dane, Rich, Ziggo, Victor, Jack, and Aaron. One of them is going to be the recipient of our other Walking Dead hardcover, courtesy of DCBS, in celebration of our 100th iTunes review. So what I have done is randomly given each name a number. So they're not in number order of how I just said them. Uh, They're numbered 1 through 6, and Russ 1.0 is going to pick a number between 1 and 6. 2. Two is Victor. Victor of Exploring the Multiverse is going to win, or has won, I should say, uh, The Walking Dead Hardcover Volume 1. So, Victor, when you hear this, uh, you know how to get a hold of us. You can use contest at walkingdeadtv.com or any of the other ways that you reach us. Send us an address, and we'll get you out the book. Anything else, guys, before we uh, say goodbye? Anything that we need to catch up on from last show or thoughts? Ahead, we could mention that. one more time that that we do have a couple of T-shirts for sale. We mentioned earlier that Fake Six Pack bought one. If you go to cafepress.com slash WDTVpodcast, uh, you can uh, look at the shirts. I, I think I honestly can't remember if I've put any other items up. I think I did put one or two different items up. Um, but any, like, we didn't. You know, any money we make on these, which will be minimal, will just go to uh, website costs and, and whatnot. It's not a money-making deal. Cool deal. And we do know of at least one person that bought a T-shirt. So tell us uh, how it turned out on Twitter or whatever. That would be cool to hear. Yeah, I would like to know what the quality of the shirt was and stuff like that. And uh, the last thing I will say is that I watched The Horde, which was that French zombie movie that I spoke about last time. Uh, and it's totally worth checking out. It's in the vein of the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Um, it's kind of an action, faster-moving zombie movie, but it had a really nice premise. Zombie apocalypse goes down while other things are happening, so the people aren't like waiting for it or involved in it in any way. They're involved in their own world when it goes down. Um, and it was definitely worth checking out, so see if you can find it maybe on Netflix or something like that. All right, well, that's it for this episode of the Walking Dead TV podcast. Remember, you can leave us a voicemail message at 516-468-7912. Send us an email, comments at walkingdeadtv.com. Don't forget, go to hhwlod.com, and you can check out Half Hour Wasted on Mondays, Legion of Dudes on Thursdays, and Media Minutes, our brand-new five-minute media review podcast, pretty much every other day of the week. Also, you can follow our Facebook groups for Legion of Dudes, Half Hour Wasted, Walking Dead TV, and Speak of the Devil. And follow us on Twitter at WDTV Podcast. I'm going to jump in real quick and say, like I, I tried to say earlier, but we were so rudely interrupted by a phone call. Thank you very much. Uh, if you're wondering why people were calling in, it's because they follow WDTV Podcast on Twitter. So get you a Twitter account if you don't have one, or if you do, Follow us and start paying attention, and you can participate in uh, the contest that we only had three people uh, participate in. And we should also mention, if you're following at WDTV Podcast, 
why don't you follow at HHWLOD underscore network as well? That'll get you the info and the scoop on every single show we put out, every article that goes on the website. There's tons of content there, and if you blink, you'll miss it. So follow at HHWLOD underscore network. So until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth, remember, regardless of what you thought of the Glee zombie episode after the Super Bowl, I'm looking forward to the inevitable Walking Dead musical episode next season. Have a good night. Good night. in the world is Carmen in, San Diego. San Diego. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Do the zombies have outrageous accents? I'm sorry, I just basically choked on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so, until there's no more room in hell on the dead walk of the earth, remember, regardless of what you thought of the, Z- of the Glee zombie, well, let me do that from the beginning. And you guys didn't think we were going to get any calls.